The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome in to the Eric Sancho podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. And um, I have been on the hunt for this uh, Honolulu Blue Lions hoodie for quite some time. I guess it got packed away with the winter clothes. Uh, does your wife do that, or do you do that? Well, we got to make room. Get out the get out the plastic Rubbermaid totes. We got to get rid of the winter clothes, or it's time to pack the summer clothes. And so she goes through and like packs a bunch of shit up. But I don't know how this one made the cut because you know I keep all the hoodies, uh, and I don't like my clothes put away anywhere. I don't have enough clothes. Well, I mean seriously, my wardrobe. Uh, blue jeans, hoodies, t-shirts. That's it. Outside of um, <clears throat> any type of uh, stuff that I would wear at hockey games like suit and tie. Uh, nope. There's stuff in my closet that's 10 to 15 years old. I'm not even kidding you. I am a... Uh, Go to Costco pack of t-shirts guy. Uh, so I don't know why any of my clothes have to be touched. Nevertheless, I'm stoked about it. She actually sent me a picture when I was making French fries last night. She goes, I found it. I found it. I'm like, oh, yes. Uh, I've been sporting my Lions gear. For a significant time prior to the set to the success of the team, by the way, I think if you've ever if you've paid attention to this show for any amount of time, you'll know that. You will uh you'll know that. That is absolutely a fact. If they fuck this up, I'm gonna be so pissed off. I'll be so disappointed. They're only five games into the season, though. There's a lot that can go wrong. I'm not overanalyzing. I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch or any of that shit or uh, uh, breaking down the schedule uh, uh, game by game. Well, if they win this and then win that and then win this and then win that at home and then win that on the road and tough game here, you know, breaking it down like huge show style and all that nonsense. Fuck that shit. We are uh, one bad game away 
from feeling like dicks. Like, for example, this year, they started out the year with that great win at Kansas City, and then they fucked it up uh, to open up the home schedule against Seattle. And I was right back there. I was like, ah, these fucking assholes. Fuck them. Since then, they've won three in a row against shit teams. And everybody's like, oh, my God, best team, best team. It's like, ah, fucking don't stop. Relax. Let's try to chill out here. Uh, The boys head to Tampa for a road game against a pretty good team. Tampa's uh, three and one. They play in the uh, the the later game this week because uh, the network wanted uh, them on more more uh, audience because you know they draw whatever. Uh, um, I don't I don't watch pregame. I don't watch anything during the week. Uh, nothing. I occasionally will watch a post game press conference with the coach. And then I, I try to forget about it. I try not to pay attention during the week that much. Um, I do. Okay. Here's the thing though. I know this, this drives some people nuts, but uh, my fantasy football team is fucking fantastic this year. I am five and oh. Doing Awesome. My running backs. Okay, this is the last thing I'm going to say about fantasy football. My running backs are uh, Kenneth Walker III, um, Alvin Kamara, and David Montgomery. This three-headed monster of fantasy points. In my league, you can use two quarterbacks at the same time. Whatever, one of the rules. So I've got two quarterbacks. I've got Josh Allen and Jared Goff fucking piling up the points. I've got Travis Kelsey, Debo Samuel, crushing. Megan is here. Good morning. Thanks for dinner. Last night, I was at Bosco's Pub, killing it uh, over the fryer, making the best fries the world has ever tasted. (coughs) All right. And, um. Out of the blue, I see a familiar face. It's Megan's husband, Brian, and her son. And I'm like waving at him, and he can't see me. And I go, oh, my God, I've got friends here. This is awesome. Um, So that was so cool. Megan went with the uh, BJ Burger Sans Bun and no fries. She went side salad. And I knew it, that it was hers because the order came in. I go, I bet you this is theirs. And sure enough, no bun, no fries, side salad. So she was not uh, uh, fraudulent in any way. Uh, Ashley says, very on brand, Megan, the BJ burger. Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Perhaps you two have had a conversation that I am not privy to. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that. Is that something that, um, 
she's she's known for? That's odd. I, I didn't count on getting gathering that type of information about Megan. I mean, she's the show mom. And now Ashley is giving me shit because I don't get the joke. Ashley wrote, quote, very on brand, Megan, the BJ burger. So what is she suggesting there? Can it, does anyone have any suggestions as to what she's suggesting by saying very on brand, Megan, the BJ burger? What are you, uh, what are you implying? Amanda says she's confusing Megan with me. Who knows? Ashley's retarded. This is uh, not exactly the uh, the brightest bulb here. She says, I'm banning you again. Have a good week. Okay, if you say so. I, I just don't get the joke. It's not my fault you're not that funny. Don't blame me because when you speak, most people scratch their heads in confusion. Hi. Oh, my God. Very on brand, Megan. You got the BJ Burger. Get that? Uh, uh, okay. Tyler says, I think she's implying that Megan is known to perform fellatio, which as show mom cannot be true. Yeah. Don't you dare make such a suggestion about the mother of the show. You realize that's our mom that you're talking about. Oh, oh, very on brown, Megan. It's a BJ Parker. Get my joke. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god you got a bj burger that's so funny oh my god fuck oh i get it bj <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about oh good she's not here that means we can really lay it on Amanda says, why does she sound like Forrest Gump? Well, I look, uh, it's not, it's not, uh, out of the realm for me to just have, um, certain particular characteristics and traits for various audience members based on what you all have given me. And she just sounds like one that would, when doing an impression form, sound like that very easily, um, compared to how you sound, Amanda. I just had a BJ Burger sound like fucking dick. Amanda says, I never understand why I spit. You don't have to. All you have to do is uh, these are two things you have to do every day. Amanda laugh and shut up those two things when you start every day this is what you should do i should laugh today and i should shut up 
Because if I'm laughing, that's good. It's always nice to have a happy, jovial person in the room. And if I shut up, that means that uh, uh, more people are happy with how the day is going. Laugh, shut up. Rules of Amanda. So let's kind of just draw, go backwards and, and, and draw this up. Ashley says, oh, God, you, that's very on brand. Megan got a BJ burger. And all I said was explain that. And she goes, oh, that's it. Fuck you. You're bad. Oh, my God. Oh, fucking shit. Oh. Very strange to me. What an odd bird. Probably going to get numerous hate text messages today. In disgust. Uh, Whatever. I don't know. If you say so. Uh, All right. Welcome. We are um, 41 minutes away from Dear Meathead. Pretty slim on the questions for dad. I think we're getting into that uh, mode again where it's like people, I don't want to say take it for granted, but just uh, kind of lose sight of the uh, the idea here. Uh, it's a advice segment where... Um, you know, we get this 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 ageless wonder, my father on the phone, uh, to chat us up, and uh, you run various questions by him. Um, Patrick writes, "Dear Meathead and Joanne, I want to book a nice vacation for my girlfriend and I. Where should we go?" Now that's it. That's all I got. If you have a question for Dad, send it along on the Shoreliner Striping inbox. Uh, Eric at ericzaneshow.com. As always, I'm excited to have you uh, uh, write in for that segment. Uh, yesterday was another, i tell you what, um, we've gotten to a point where uh, the amount of time talking into microphones this week is uh, probably going to hit an all-time high. What with yesterday's or Monday's free podcast, Monday's Patreon, and then the compound show. Uh, Anthony Kumi is network filling in for Anthony. That was fun. And then Tuesday, much of the same. Except replace compound media show with who are these broadcasters? Now, that's a new show. I've only, that's only the 10th episode. We do it every, each and every week. It's me and a dude by the name of Christian Blatt who does a show called the Blattcast, B-L-A-D-T, Blattcast. He talks about shit like, um, I think he's uh, a nerd culture, comic books, uh, video games, uh, superhero movies, shit like that. Really nice guy. Funny too. Uh, And a bit of a nervous Nelly. Now, this show falls under the umbrella of Who Are These Podcasts, which is Carl's network. Carl brought it up to me. Hey, do you want to do this show with Christian every week? I go, yeah, fuck, yeah, that sounds like fun. And all we do is just play news clips and laugh about them for like an hour and 15 minutes. 
but Christian um, is a nervous, nervous Nelly. Okay. And he's the uh, uh, showrunner. He sets up the clips. Um, and I'm kind of like the one that stirs up the pot. So I'm learning what it's like to work with someone new. And that's, there's always a, a learning curve when you do that, when you start working with someone new, cause you figure out what makes them tick, what boundaries there are. And, uh, so we're still in that phase. Now, if we had done this show every day, that's, that's a quicker process. Obviously it's all about a matter of time that you spend with the person. So we're getting there now. Originally we built the show where Carl is there with us since it's under the umbrella of who are these podcasts. And then he eventually leaving, not going to be part of the show once in a while. Um, I said, I I don't care what you do. That's fine. You can either join us or you don't. It's going to be a a good time either way. The only thing that matters that has to be there on that show is me. The second I'm not there, um, it's, it's not a show anymore. You have to have uh, the humble, quiet storm there in order to do anything. Uh, That's the one thing constant. I have to be involved in all these things or else it's just not a show. (laughs) Okay. So I can't even say that with a straight face, but Christian is, uh, he has, he has a couple of jobs. He has to fire the video clips that we review. That's not much different than what I do here, except there's more than one person. And so, uh, he goes, okay. uh, All right, Eric. Yeah. He sounds like Saul, I guess. Okay, here we go. Oh, we're getting ready to start the show. And uh, there's this countdown clock that him and I see. And then, boom, we're live on who are these broadcasters. And he introduces, we introduce ourselves, and we we start doing the show. Now, um, that show has a uh, much larger footprint. So whereas I'm used to 40 people at best watching me, uh, very quickly there's usually north of uh, 100 to 200 people that are watching that show. And, um, and that's why you do it. You like to put yourself out in front of different audience. Maybe they'll latch onto your show. So, you know, we're doing 15 minutes and my job is to watch the chat, which usually is wrought with various hate comments, people trying to be funny and hilarious. And, uh, and then what they do is they also, uh, the way they have it set up, I don't do this, but you can contribute money. And then if you pay money, your chat gets put on the screen. So that's my job. Now I notice that there's no chats really. There's uh there's some that are waiting to chat, but this, they're like, what's going on here? And I, I, I look at what they're writing and uh, we're 15 minutes into the show and it says things like, when is this starting? Why so late? Carl's going to be pissed. And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? I don't, I don't get this. This is weird. And then, so we're midway through a bit and then all of a sudden Christian goes, Oh no. I go, I, and I thought that was part of what he was talking about. And I go, yeah. And he goes, Oh no, really? I mean like, Oh no, like no one is watching this. And I go, you mean like, uh, we, we sucked that bad. He goes, no, I forgot to hit the go live button. And he's just despondent. So I crack up. And he's like, oh, this is the worst day of my life. Everything is terrible. Everything is just so bad. 
and he's killing himself. I go, ah, fuck it. I go, well, just hit it. And I, and so I write in the chat cause all these people are in the waiting room. So they're, they're wondering and they probably want an explanation. And then, uh, I go, how'd you find out? He goes, well, Carl texted me and asked me if everything's okay. And, uh, then I look at my phone and, uh, same thing. And I go, yeah, Christian forgot to hit the go live button. So he writes LMAO. Ha. So then I write, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, I had a bathroom emergency. Sorry. I'm back. Let's get started. And then, so we have to then go ahead and like, we've ran throughout 15 minutes of jokes and we had to redo them all again. Now there's nothing worse. I, hell I did this yesterday in my free podcast when I muted my fucking microphone. And I had some great 9-11 jumper jokes. And um, I had to retell those jokes. And I was like, God damn it, they were funnier the first time. Well, they were probably funny the second time. I'm not going to laugh at my own shit anyway. But I know that the 9-11 jumper jokes yesterday were fucking fantastic. Um, So I was like, ah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Just go in there, figure it out, hit go live, and we'll be fine. Uh, Brandis says, or not funny at all. Look, time plus tragedy equals comedy. Okay? There are some really killer Pearl Harbor jokes. We got to start towing the water of uh, 9-11 jumper hilarity. See what you did there? You actually made me do that. All I need to do is see that you're not, you're a dissatisfied customer, Brandis, with the 9-11 jumper jokes. And that is going to lead me to um, functionally justifying my 9-11 jumper jokes. So you better get that shit out of your system and start to laugh at the 9-11 jumper jokes. Chris uh, uh, was watching and uh, or has watched and he knows who Christian is. He says, Christian reminds me of intern Milton from back in the day sometimes. Exactly. Uh, Tyler says, referring to um, Hurricane Ashley, how long do you think you're in timeout for this time, Eric? Uh, who knows? Come on. Whatever. If she's got, if she's butt hurt, I'm not going to get in the way of her butt hurt. Uh, Megan says, quote, killer Pearl Harbor jokes. Uh, Ryan says you could do nine 11 jumper jokes, or you could read Reddit. And pretend your listeners are asking or sending questions to your show. Uh, Brandis says, didn't she bail when you muted yourself? No, this all goes back to uh, last week. She was hurricaning about sending me some dumb email that she demanded that I stop what I'm doing and look at. And because of that, I gave her a timeout. And so no, no lie. The response was, um, unsubscribe on Twitch. 
stop watching or listening and unsubscribe on Patreon. And then I didn't notice. And then out of the blue, I talked to her on the phone and she was, hi, did you say what I did in my protest? Um, no, no, I didn't. Oh, I totally, if you ban me, I'm going to ban you. So I banned you. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Got it. Did you notice? Nope. Nope. Didn't, didn't notice. Oh, fuck. Failure. Um, Time plus tragedy equals funny. Funny 15 minutes. Or funny. 15 minutes plus Eric trying to pronounce Pokemon equals hilarious. Ah, it wasn't hilarious yesterday. It was just me correcting you people. You guys trying to back me into a corner on how to pronounce Pokemon. And I did it with like, I used AI to determine that I was absolutely saying it correct. Ryan says, world-class impression. I like the slight bit of Beavis and Butthead in that new rendition. All impressions change over time. Brandis says, also, why does Ashley's voice sound like Butthead? No idea. Don't, I, who knows? Like I said, these things just fly out of me. Well, all right. New introduction from (laughs) Polka Hot Ass Jade. Just subscribed, I believe. It says, hello, cool channel with Trollface. Or is here following me. Pocahontas Jade. This is Pocahontas, LOL. That's not Pocahontas. This is Pocahontas Jade. Oh, look. Welcome, nevertheless. Who wouldn't want to poke a hot ass Jade? It's weird. If I don't know if you're male or female, but uh, nevertheless. Poka hot ass Jade says, is that a troll face? Well, and then says, I don't know. I am new here. I still am figuring out Twitch. I don't know if that's a troll face either, but I know that when our pal Corey says anything, okay, um, that usually results in him showing one of those fucking faces. Mitch, very sweetly, uh, gave... Polka hot ass Jade, a subscription. That is nice. Kent says easy as a hard time pronouncing simple words. It's okay. That's so true. Kent, uh, Darwin's ghosted me again. I've sent him texts every month. Um, like, Hey, are we back on again? Are we back in business again? And I don't know if he hates me now or what, but. I can't, I can't get a hold of them because I'm like, Hey dude, you ready to, ready to get back after it? 
Uh, Amanda says it makes me wonder if this could be Hurricane Ashley in disguise. Who knows? I don't. I don't play nonsense games. Okay. I. I. I'm just here. I'm just here doing my job every day. Uh, one thing that um, you cannot confuse about me is I will always be here doing the same goddamn thing every day. I am never going to not be me. And part of today's thing was uh, Ashley. Um, again, this all started because she wrote this very simple thing. Tell me what you would think. Uh, Megan ordered a BJ burger at Bosco's yesterday. And all I said on the show was Megan ordered a BJ burger on Bosco's yesterday or at Bosco's yesterday. Ashley said, quote, Oh, 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 oh my God. Very on brand, Megan, a BJ burger. Okay. What does that, what do you, what do you think she was uh, shooting for there? Very on brand, Megan, a BJ burger. Vote now. What is she hinting at? Can anyone offer a suggestion? Kenny says, call her. Yeah, I think I will. Well, um, I then took that as like, well, what are you doing? What are you suggesting about our show mom, Megan? And then she said, okay, that's it. <laughs> I am banning you. That's enough of you. I'm fucking done with you, you fuck. Fuck you. Uh, let's see what she... This is Kenny's idea, so it's probably not going to work out. Tyler says he predicts. You've reached Ashley. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. Uh, uh, Tyler predicted that she would send me straight to voice, voicemail. Okay. Hold on a second. She brings it on herself, frankly. She's kind of a dipshit. You've reached Ashley. Please leave a message and I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. Oh, uh, hello? Yeah. Hey, hello, me. Pick up. I want to talk about what I was trying to say to Megan. Oh my God. Please pick up. Huh. It is uh question is from our uh, latest subscriber. Polka hot ass Jade asked, what time is it there? It's Eastern time. Welcome. All right, so that was all uh, remarkable, that nonsense. So I don't know what the fuck your problem is. I don't get involved. I let people work it out for themselves. I don't have time to be uh, going up to people and saying, what's wrong? What did I do? What happened? What's your problem? I, 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 I don't do that. Nope. Don't know. Don't care. I just am me. 
and most people um, handle that appropriately. Oh, my God, it might be her. Holy shit. Hang on. Uh, hello, uh, Eric Zane Show podcast. Hello? Is this Ashley? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you doing an impression of me doing an impression of you? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Can I help you? Uh, people want to know why you left. Because I can't hang out with idiots all day. Okay, I don't... Okay, you doing me doing you is annoying. All you have to do is do yourself. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, I'm hanging up on her. I can't I can't deal with that shit. Fuck that. Pain in the ass. I wish we could see her doing that impression of you. Ken says, oh, God, that's worse than Kelly Cheese. All right. Uh, Dear Meathead, in 20 minutes, Megan has a question. Amanda has a question. Megan has two questions. By the way, uh, Megan's daughter um, hates me. Uh, I forgot the snarky thing she said to me. This is a 10-year-old kid. And um, so on one side of the table, it was Megan, excuse me, and the 10-year-old, and then the boys on the opposite side of the table. The boys were all behaved. Uh, The 10-year-old is doing 10-year-old stuff, 10-year-old girl stuff, which means, um, you know how it is. If you're a 10-year-old girl, Uh, Your job is to not, like, be nice and sweet and kind. All 10-year-old girls do this or would do this. Um, I walk in, and she knows who I am. We've met several times. And I I, I go and I I greet them. Well, it's like halfway through their meal. I want to say hi, see how they're doing. And uh, I sit down to the kid, and she oh, she moves as far away from me as possible and gets close to mom with, like, oh, my God, mom, please don't let me uh, be by the stinky old man. And I was like, oh, well, I see how it is. And then she said something snarky, too, under her breath. I forgot what it was. She kind of snarked out on me. Uh, Megan... Completely let it go. Said nothing. Now, when my when my daughters were ten, when that happened, I'd say, "Um, yeah, that's that's rude. Uh, say you're sorry to Mister So and So." But you know how it is these days. Uh, young parents like Megan and Brian, uh, their kids do something like that. And then it's your job as a parent to go to do nothing. Shrug. Kid thinks I'm a total uh, uh, idiot. Felt like such an asshole. And I said, well, fuck it. I'm leaving. 
Uh, Maureen says, was it her daughter uh, or son that you made that inappropriate comment in front of at the car show last year? I think it was her. Maybe that's why she doesn't like you. I don't remember what I said. Megan, do you remember what I said in front of your daughter? And then Megan says, it's how she shows her love. I believe that, you know, little girls are so complex. Uh, having raised two, I, I, I am well aware. Uh, so, you know, all the, all these years of raising these girls, I've, I've definitely seen it and heard it all. And now I have to put up with 38 year old, uh, little girls slash audience members who behave like children here on this show. It's like, I'm constantly babysitting. What the fuck? Uh, I wanted to go over, um, some of the comments on Reddit. These are great. Makes me so happy. Um, doing the compound media show the other day, a lot of the folks that, um, watch and listen to who are these podcasts had things to say. Subject in defense of Eric Zane. He's not the best co-host Carl has in rotation. He's not in the top 75% of co-hosts Carl has in rotation, but he's definitely the loudest. Zane needs to have someone sit down and patiently explain to him that the thing in front of him, the microphone amplifies sound. He doesn't have to scream so loud that people hear him at home. Now, typically on these threads, that is all it takes. And then everybody who hates EZ will then beat the shit out of EZ. And anybody who likes EZ will just be quiet. However, this person wrote, I like Eric. This person says, I don't mind him at all. If he is too loud and Carl isn't mixing him down, that is Carl's fault. If you are watching podcast live stream, then it's your own fault. This guy says, I came around him when he went beast mode uh, on Zumok early on. The assorted occasional oddballs like Eric make the, make the Carl verse work. There's this one guy on here who just has a random username. And the guy wrote, I like Eric Zane. And he wrote under that one word, F rhymes with bagot. He called him a bagot. And this guy hates me. He has said so many horrible things about me. It's remarkable. Uh, like things like I should take my own life. Uh, his voice is the least of my concerns and it's shit. Dude's not funny and annoying as fuck with nothing interesting to say. 14,000 followers on Twitter. No engagement. That should tell you something. This guy. I can't stand him. I would have loved to hear Carl's Carl host Anthony's show, but that fucking burden completely ruins it. No thanks. I hate 90% of the people Carl champions or thinks is funny, entertaining, etc., etc. It really is a pain in the ass as an otherwise fan. Um, I ask people to point me to a funny Zane joke and no one can. Oh, this is fucking awesome. Holy shit. Um, Kenny says he's still confused 
by Ashley. And I, you know what? I think it's time to bring Kenny into this because, um, yeah, I, I, I don't understand what I did. What, what did I do that was so offensive? We all know that if Kenny was in Michigan, he would sweep Ashley off her feet. And, uh, hey, it's okay that you're driving. What are you driving for? I had to take my little girl to school. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm almost back home. <laughs> what, um, what happened there? Uh, I mean, what, what was she implying about BJ Burger? Well, I mean, I think you got it, but you were playing like you didn't get it. And I guess that bugged her. No. I'm, I'm still kind of confused. No, no. Well, I just I just don't know. She said a BJ Burger is on brand. And was that, is that, is Megan known for that? I, that doesn't sound right to me. So if, I don't know. I kind of I thought you were, you know, um, I thought what you said made sense because, it sounded like they had had a, their own conversation about that or something. So I was kind of clueless also. Yeah, I don't. Megan doesn't strike me as the type to go around and talk about dick sucking. Well, I mean, I don't know what women talk about when they're alone because, you know, I'm not one yeah, of them. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb that Megan has never run up to Ashley and said, Hey, Ashley, welcome to the car show. Uh, guess what I did today? <laughs> well, maybe it was the other way around, and then they forced Megan into the conversation about it. Who knows? No, know. no, no. Bullshit. Because Ashley said a, a that is very on-brand Megan, a BJ Burger. That the implication is, is she's saying something about Megan there. And I, uh, I, that's remarkable. So when I asked, well, what, what is up? She goes, oh, somebody explain it to him. He doesn't know. It's not, he doesn't know things. And I'm like, what? And then the next thing I know, just because I was speculating, she 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 says, all right, well, that's it. I'm leaving. Fuck this. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I like the evolving impressions. Uh, oh, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. Well, as of now, Megan is responding as you and I talk. And she says, yeah, we have not had a conversation about BJ's. So I think what we have here is Ashley made a horrible joke. That didn't make sense. It wasn't funny, which is normal. And because I brought it up, she's embarrassed. And now she's going to go act like she's tough or some shit. I don't know. I got lost in it as I was trying to get my little girl off to school. Uh, it's yeah, I, I'm, I'm still lost. I know that you want to indict Ashley, but you're so madly in love with her. You can't. <laughs> madly in love. I'm not madly in love with anybody. Come on, man. All right. Have a good day. Try not to eat like a fucking moron. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All right. Thanks. Get the fuck out of here. There you go, Kenny. Oh, my God. It's very on the brand of you, Megan. Oh. You got a VJ burger. Get it? <laughs> oh, get it? Yeah. And then because I, I, I didn't follow the joke schematic from Ruth Buzzy over there and Ada, um, now, I, now, now I'm being punished. So dumb.
All right. Ten minutes till dad on Meathead. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. We have a newbie. We have a newbie in the audience. Polka hot ass Jade. It's always nice to have a newbie in the audience. At least was. I think I think Polka hot ass Jade had enough and left. I wish I hadn't said it without checking. Okay. Uh, I got to go tinkle. I will be right back. Comment from Crimson Chin 420. I heard that the guy who played this intermission song put makeup on Taylor Swift. I could be wrong, though. Ryan writes, it's true. He had a lot of hard work moving those bangs out of the way to apply the makeup. Big job. You're darn right. Uh, excellent. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com on the Shoreliners striping inbox for Dear Meathead in moments. Uh, shit is still hitting the fan in Israel. 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 What the fuck? Israel. Uh, more and more. You, know, you got a picture. Um, where the Gaza Strip is. The second you get outside of it, it's a really nice uh, uh, neighborhood. I think they call those a kibitz. Isn't that what a neighborhood is or a community in Israel? Is Why can't I say Israel? Am I having a stroke? So then um, these terrorists go in and just indiscriminately shooting the shit out of people. We're talking about um, north of a thousand innocent children and families. Uh, ho- some just murdered in their homes. I guess my question is, if you're the Palestinians or the terror organization Hamas, um, this is like it. You know, you do that and you're pretty much um, signing the death warrant for your own innocent people in Palestine, well, the Gaza Strip. I mean, sure, it sucks where you have it right now, but what's better, being killed by the Israelis? Because that's what's happening right now. And it's hard not to justify. It's hard to argue against what Israel is doing. They uh, quite literally blew it up from the air. And now they're lining up like ground armor and going in and just destroying it inch by inch. Indiscriminately destroying neighborhoods the same way. The terrorists went in and started shooting people up in the Israeli neighborhoods. Fuck. Um, This could get so much worse. Well, it is getting so much worse. There's no end in sight. Uh, Biden came out last night and said, oh, man, yeah, absolutely. That we are team Jew all the way. And we have um, military there, right there, uh, in case any of these other bad actors get out of line. I, uh, if I'm, if I'm the Jews, I do the same damn thing enough. Fuck you. There comes a point when there's diminished returns. The Hamas assholes are going to use, cause they have a number of, um, people that are held hostage, including Americans. They're likely going to use them as human shields to protect the leaders of this terror organization. Like they will make it known that there are, um, uh, civilians, Israeli civilians, and from different walks of life and even Americans uh, 
that they are in various locations, Israel may actually just say, well, fuck it. They're dead anyway. And just not even give a shit. That might not even slow down the Israelis that their own people who are being held hostage and used as human shields. There comes a point when they may do that. What a fucking choice that would be, huh? Um, now, in the northern portions of Israel, uh, they have the uh, terror organization Hezbollah, which is backed by Lebanon. So you got the Lebanese, the Syrians, the Iranians. They all hate Israel. If they decide to get involved, the U.S. has already said, no, you won't. If you do, you're fucked. We are talking about a Middle Eastern war of on, on quite a large scale. So this is uh, this is turning out to be just a catastrophe, and I can't, you know, from the perspective of, uh, I don't know if, uh, if if this is the wrong thing to do. We got to do something. We can't just sit back. Uh, Tyler says, I'm really rolling the dice here, but this is a few days old now. Did you see Alex Anzalone's parents are stuck over there right now? Yes, I did. Yes, I'm aware. Yes, it was going to be talked about. Come on fuck is wrong with you again if you think about it i know it i'm gonna mention it rolling the dice here how did you i'm wearing detroit lions gear of course of course i know that alex anzalone's parents are over there god damn uh, they're not, and they're visiting. By the way, they're there. It's like a, it's like a church trip. Uh, audience members are calling for six hundred minutes. I can't do that because Tyler's written me so many great jokes. Uh, Stevie says, "Who is Alex Anzalone?" Well, he is a uh, player for the Detroit Lions. His mom and dad are visiting Israel right now. That's the story. All right. Let's bring in uh, my dad for Dear Meathead. By the way, uh, Ashley leaves and then gets made fun of. And now she's, she's texts me weird shit and emails me weird shit. Don't know what's going on. I I have no clue. All I know is that if I keep it up, um, I'm going to be accused of stealing her dog. And then my laptop is going to go flying out the window. So I got to be very, very careful. Uh, this woman is dangerous. She will throw laptop tops out of the window. We, we can't have that. I need my laptop. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the wintry weather. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's getting chilly, Dad. How are you? 
Okay. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Coming to Eric's show with ice, icicles on your feet? Uh, icicles on my feet? Well, that's what we got here. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's getting chilly, Dad. Hey, uh, hey, how you feeling? You sound a little better after uh, after last week. Yeah, I, uh, I opened up a little bit. Uh, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You hear me better? Oh, yeah. It sounds great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where were we? Yeah, we're just talking about. Uh, yeah, you were you were sick last week, and you're feeling a little bit better. And Joanne is Joanne feeling better? I know she was a little under the weather too. Uh, she's uh, getting over it, she, but she did have it, quite a bit of it, in fact. Yeah, I feel great. She's she just said that she feels great, but she she's known to be really lying. <laughs> you think she? I don't. There's no way. Come on now. Yeah. No, um, I just. I'm just having fun with her. Of course, of course. Uh, we uh, we uh, missed you. Uh, we we had a good time up north, and uh, we'll have to catch you on the next time. Well, that's all right. Yeah, we're, hey. we were just worried you guys had COVID. We're glad you don't have uh, COVID. Yeah, it's so smart. I mean, you got to be protective of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and there was some thoughts about you guys coming up there anyway, but uh, Joanne said, nah, we're, we're going to lay low. We don't want to get anybody sick, and it's going to be cold up there. So, Yeah, yeah really. And, and this morning I got up, I, I got a really flimsy shirt on, and, man, I can't I can't stand it. This is too cold. Oh, I got the furnace on, you big baby. Yeah. <laughs> she calls you a big baby. She calls you a big baby. Yeah, I call you a big baby. Oh, my God. All right. Hey. Well, uh, okay. It's good to have you here. I have questions if you're ready. I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready. I just want to tell you one thing. Uh-huh. It's a wonderful thing that what you're doing. You know, it's, it's, it's a joyful thing to get up and talk to a group of people. They're wonderful people. And uh, they all have some issues or questions and all that. And whatever way I can kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell them about things. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, that's what everybody loves, Dad. They love, uh, they love hearing your voice. They love hearing Joanne, and uh, and that's that's fun for them too. Well, it's mutual. It really is mutual. You got a great audience. Well, you know, as you age, you certainly are. You. It seems like you're getting sweeter. I don't know how that's even possible, but you're you're. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you hear, you hear my sidekick? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You weren't always this sweet. You were you were kind of a butt at uh, points. Yes. I'm Miller out. You know, yeah, hey. yeah. Joanne mm-hmm. has uh, Joanne has seen this metamorphosis over the years. Yes, she's a sidekick, all right. Oh yeah, she has. Uh, she's she's been a trooper. How many years have you guys been married? Uh, I gotta go to her, uh, master over here. Forty-two years. Okay, forty-two. Okay, and longer maybe. I don't know. You were married in. Keeping. You were married in eighty-one. Eighty-two. It must be. Some somewhere around 81, there. 82. Eighty-one, eighty-two, somewhere in there. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, just been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, you're you're doing awesome, and uh, and everybody loves you. So Patrick has a question. Uh, he said, "Hello, Patrick." Yeah, he's in South Carolina, and he says, "Look." Uh, my girlfriend and I want to go on a vacation. What sounds like a good destination? 
<laughs> State of Michigan. In the winter? Yeah. Uh-huh. And put on the long johns on and uh, skis and all that. That That's just a great thing. But I know I'm just talking really. Well, you know, some a lot of people like to go where it's nice and warm for the, uh, yeah, uh, for, you know, um, so if, if anything comes to mind, have you ever uh, gone on any faraway trips, Dad, to uh, southern locations, Florida, Mexico, anything like that? Yeah, we. where did we go, Joanne? Oh yes, yeah, it's it's great oh. all year round there. Sure, and yeah. I like the warm weather, really. Yeah. But, so, but after a while, it kind of becomes a uh, drag, you know. I've been to Hawaii, but I'd take San Diego over Hawaii. Okay. Yeah, I I really would. I would you know, like San Diego. It always sucks that that trip to Hawaii, though, isn't it? Like a really long flight. It sure is. Yeah, that's that's tough. I don't know if I could sit in one place for that long, you know? That, that's absolutely correct, honey. You just want to hop on a plane and then, bang, right there, you were there. All right. Uh, Amanda has a question. And, Hi, Amanda. Uh, and she, <laughs> she is focusing on, um, she says, have you ever done any impressions of famous people? Um, have you ever like impersonated someone or done an impression to be funny? And if so, who? Well, unfortunately, I have to kind of tell you no, because I really am not that talented Didn't, uh, to be able to uh, do some impression of individuals. I remember when I was a kid, you used to walk around the house going, you can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. You can call me Jay, but you doesn't have to call me Mister Rob. <laughs> yes, that was. I don't know what the hell that was, but I remember you just walking around the house and you can call me Ray, and you can call me Jay. <laughs> oh boy, you got some memories, son. Uh, Holy cow! All right. Okay, there you go. All right, very good. Well, what do you say, Joanne? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was. I think that was like a Saturday Night Live bit or something like that, or maybe Rich Little. Yeah, or you so- can call me Ray. You can call me Jay. Why well, you doesn't have to call me Mister Rob? Yes, it was Mister Johnson. <laughs> you can. Call- I'm going to have to look that up. Um, yes. All right. Interesting. Let's see. Moving on. Megan says, "Do you think it's rude?" Uh. For people to talk about their poo-poo. And then she writes, specifically, is it worse for women to talk about going number two than for men to talk about going number two? Uh, Both sides of that is kind of a a silly thing to do. No, I I don't approve of that. So... Basically, if someone comes up to you and starts like giving you all sorts of uh, uh, details about going to the bathroom, uh, no. that's probably a bad thing. Wait a minute. Where'd you went? It's a crappy thing to talk about. Crap- it's a crappy thing to talk hey, about. Hey, I see what you did there. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. That's what I said, too. My, my wife can come up with analogies you wouldn't believe. She is super. Yep. <laughs> That's some great. Oh, that's a, you're right. Those are some great poop analogies. 
people now <laughs> you just you just topped it <laughs> that's awesome uh all right here we go megan also asks i'm gonna take my 10 year old daughter on a long weekend trip she told me she wants to go to las vegas would you take a 10 year old to las vegas no, not really. I don't know what the enjoyment would be. How come? Why? How come you wouldn't take a ten-year-old to, to Las Vegas? I mean, it's the casino country, you know. Yeah. To take a baby. To Las Vegas. To take a baby. I did. You oh, did. Joanne says she she took a baby. Well, that's that's desperation because you, you probably have nothing to do with a child and you just gotta take her with you. Wait and a minute. That's, that's, that's a pain in her neck. So are you saying Joanne had nothing to do with her child? No, I don't mean that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's just a word of... Uh, yeah. Baby, baby. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, all right. I, I wrote that down. We'll come back to that. Um, let's see here. Uh, question from Don. Dear Meathead... Don, D-O-N, Don says, with the holidays fast approaching, uh, we've asked this before, what's your favorite holiday? Well, I'll be very real to you, with you on this. I'm to a point in my life that holiday or no holiday, it doesn't matter. Wait a minute. Uh, A lot of people make big hoopla out of it. Uh, I, I just take it. It's another day in my life. Wait a minute. Didn't you, didn't you guys become pretty religious? I would think that Easter or Christmas would be big ones for you. Absolutely. That, that is true. But as far as that goes, uh, I'm not looking forward to the holiday segment of it. (laughs) You know, like, uh, decorate this and decorate that. No. I do the things that I have to do. I have to do the things that I have to oh, do. Oh, come on. I don't believe, I don't buy that. You, you, you well, I do, I do, I decorate. Don't you love to get together with family and hang out and eat? And... Well, yeah, you're talking about two different things. No, I'm talking about the holiday. Well, yeah, yeah, I'd like to have one, but how long? And then, yeah, I can't stay with it for too long. Okay, so basically you walk in, Grab a turkey leg, grab a turkey leg, and you want to leave. Yeah, or maybe two legs. I don't know. (laughs) All right, really good. You know, we got one coming up uh, in just over a month. We're going to be over at Mike and Liz's. And it's now the last time we were there, it was, uh, it was, there was a ton of people. It should be great. I'm I'm very excited about seeing all of you. What do you want me to say to that? Well, that's I just I'm just to letting you know that that's the next time we're going to get together is Thanksgiving. Well, I, I will wait till the day that it's going to happen, and yeah. then I'll say, yeah, oh wow, okay. All right, Dad, uh, it's a big football game again for the Lions this uh, Sunday. They've been doing great again. Uh, I tell you, I, I, they've they become the miracle team. Did you? So you you've been checking them out. You've been uh, seeing them play, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Joanne and I hang on to the TV like a dear life. Yeah, uh, that's, uh, uh, you know, not often that the team does well, but that's got a lot of people uh, interested in paying attention to them. Uh, no exception. You guys are uh, all over it. Do you see the size of the audience that they have? Yeah, they're it's sold out every game, and they're really loud. Oh, my gosh, yes. No, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of them. Yeah, that is uh, – I remember uh, – 
uh, when we were a kid, you used to take us to like Lions games at the Pontiac Silverdome. And, you know, it was yes. like a like hundred thousand people there and then we'd get lost and then you wind up going to security. And it was, it was just, you're drunk. Oh, yeah. You're drunk. <laughs> did, did, did I, uh, Tita Totter and all that? Oh yeah. Jim and I would wander around that place and you're just sitting there like, yeah, whatever. Come on back when you get done. It was ridiculous. <laughs> well, hey, listen, you know, I was a young man, uh, full of vim and vigor, vigor. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. Let me see if there's any last second questions. Um, all right. Yeah, that's all I got for you. I'm glad you guys are okay. I'm going to review something that you said earlier, though. You said taking a baby to Las Vegas is desperation. <laughs> yes. That's a good analogy. It, it is a good analogy. Yes. I didn't bring the casinos. <laughs> oh, she, so she didn't take us to us to us into the casino. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. You probably just wander around there. Oh my God. Um, what? Yeah. Are, hey, uh, one more thing I forgot to get into. It's kind of heavy, but did you see the um, um, turmoil that's going on in uh, Israel? Yes. Yes. Uh, what do you what What do you think about that? Well, I'll tell you what, since, since we are a power country, we ought to re- remain with that tact that this is a strong country. Yeah. And stay that way. And somebody messes around with you, well, kick him in the butt. Well, well, they are. They yeah. Are yeah. Yeah. I mean, you see... Uh, but then again, I don't like to be considered all of a sudden the savior of the world. Well, um, Israel has more than enough capability to uh, take care of this on their own. Um, but the U.S. has to be involved, um, you know, to like support them as best they can. I, I'm just a little concerned that this could turn into a... Uh, into a, uh, yeah, right, you a know, major... Different countries started getting in there. You've got some uh, uh, Middle Eastern countries that would love nothing better than to attack uh, Israel, and then uh, the U.S. would have to get involved and attack those countries. That that would be a uh, massive war. Another thing is, why do why do Israel have to get involved? And that's just I do not understand. Well, the way that geography is, this. Um, small patch of land called Gaza Strip. Yes. Um, the, the Palestinians live there and they just basically entered Israel territory and started shooting up neighborhoods indiscriminately. And well, that's a no-no. That's really no, a no-no. Yeah, they, they, and firing rockets randomly into neighborhoods. It was, it was awful. So what that done, has done is sealed their fate, and now Israel is very formidable military. They're basically going to go and uh, bulld- bulldoze the place, which means innocent Palestinians are killed. That's that's the that's the bad analogy right there. Yeah, innocent people are going to die for what? But uh, that's what Palis- the Palestinians did to the Israeli people. They were, they were shooting yeah. women and children and, and, uh, kidnapping them. And it's just awful. It's, it's this, this Palestine is, has to pay its uh, punishment for what they did. Right. That's how I feel too. It's like they, they signed their own death warrant when they, when they invaded. Sure. That's yeah, how, but what do it. There's so little, they know 
I believe that too. And, they, I agree and I'm guessing, Joanne. I'm guessing that they, that's what they're hoping on too. Well, it's it's sad. It really is sad that so many people have to die for so minor amount of people to benefit from it. They're killing babies. I know, I know. That's I don't agree with all, any of that crap that's going on over there. Why cannot the the world leave the countries of origin uh, origin to, to uh, live their own life? Yeah, that's that's the uh, ten thousand dollar question there, and it's all it's a lot of um, you know uh, based on territory, land, and uh, sure. religion. It's 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 a big mess. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they get out of this. Oh, that should never happen. Never. All right. Well, I didn't mean to end on a bad note, but I did want to get your take on it. So I, I, uh, you guys are the best. I appreciate you. I'm glad you're not in Israel and, uh, I, I love you very much. I love you too, honey. And I really appreciate your opportunity to tell us, uh, the information that we're not even aware of it sometimes. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm giving you your news on a daily basis. Yes, yes, and then I, I kind of manifest it and uh, build it up a little bit, and it's probably yes, uh, you did manifested it. I don't, I don't even know what it means. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> hey, I love you. I'll, I'll talk to you guys. Okay, honey. Okay. I love you too. Okay, see ya. Thank you. There you go, dear meathead. Yeah, sometimes he gets he talks himself into a corner. He just doesn't know what the fuck he's saying. Kyle, um, he's dropped this on us before. Great thing about being an ace an, an atheist. I only hate stupid people. God damn. And then Amanda says, but Ryan, what qualifies a person as being stupid? Um, I don't know. May I, you know, I, I, I can't really go that far. I can't, I can't quite quantify it. I know it when I see it. I think basically, um, it's when I, I read something you say that, that to me is what qualifies as stupid. Um, Uh, your dad is so PC with the, we are a strong country and we should stay that way. Said another way. Don't be the fucking world police. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, um, I don't know if we are. I think we kind of are in this one, you know, watching over it from not that far away in case there's any other, uh, influence by another nation. This could really go South quickly. This has great potential to be horrible. It already is horrible. Jesus. All right. Uh, I don't think I've even done any of my chores today. And usually they are kick half the audience out. If they're on Facebook X or YouTube, I have to do that. Now the rest of the show is available on Twitch. Download the Twitch app. 
and then uh, search Eric Zane Live, and you are in business. You can also go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Email me in the shoreline or stripe in inbox, eric at ericzaneshow.com. This, uh, all of this becomes the audio podcast. As soon as I'm done with it, I post it onto all the platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Please leave a five-star review or, and, and or say something about the show. If you uh, enjoy the growth of the show and want to see it uh, continue to grow, uh, please do that. Give your old pal Easy a review. Patreon is there for you. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. This week, we have a Big Fraud Thursday where 6 o'clock we will get started with Who Are These Free Beers? Ben and I will review a recent episode of the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. Uh, I'm going to park on their deep dive discussion on the color gray. Uh, A lot of that involves the um, uh, patented Free Beer and Hot Wings joke tagging and um, improv attempts at improv comedy. That's... Uh, one of their go-tos these days, the improv comedy and or um, fake questions from the audience and uh, things like that. So that is a Thursday, a big fraud Thursday. Who are these free beers live? And then the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. You can take advantage of this for free when you go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane and sign up for a free seven-day trial. I suggest you sign up for the $10, $10 a month one, seven days free, so that you can get that Who Are These Free Beers show as it happens live on the live stream. The uh, audio is published a day or two after that. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Eric Zane. If you're listening to the free one right now or watching the free one, do this. I want to see some people that are taking advantage of this free offer for you you can cancel it right after you start it if you want then um you get the seven days and then it just runs out or hang with it see how i do and uh, uh let it ride if you think it's worth it you can also sign up for a yearly and i'll knock 10 percent off of the price all at patreon.com slash eric zane twitch and facebook brought to you by irvine's auto repair grand rapids hybrid and ev X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. The open and live stream brought to you by A&E Heating and Cooling. I know this is a lot of brought to you by. In fact, typically that's the way the show has been lately. I usually go an hour, hour 20, hour 30, and realize I haven't even uh, uh, talked to my sponsors yet or told you about my great sponsors. So it's usually pretty sponsor intensive the last, I don't know, 25% 25% of the show, but that's okay because we love them. Joe Martinez makes his appearance. Uh, one of two appearances per year here at the Eric Zane show household tomorrow. Uh, eight 30 for a, uh, furnace tune-up. I understand he was just hanging out with, I believe Chris K. No, his son-in-law, David was doing some type of service, uh, for Chris. Thank you. 616-516-8579. Anything involving your furnace or your AC, reach out to show sponsor A&E Heating and Cooling. The furnace tune-up is something you should do every year. If you're like, I've never done that. Well, then you're definitely due. Spend the 79 bucks. Have Joe come out. 
616-516-8579. Call today to schedule. Excuse me, that's 616-516-8579. Irvine's Auto Repair Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. 616-532-6600. In West Michigan, if you ever need any work done on your vehicle, any type of uh, uh, work to keep it on the road, you know, engine, heating, cooling system, uh, wheel alignment, tune-up, oil change, uh, you name it, you have to think Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They fix all makes and models, EVs, electric vehicles, I should say, uh, hybrids. They do it all. Not every shop works on all cars. Irvine's does. In fact, when the dealers struggle, they call Irvine's. Fact. Uh, don't just take my word for it. Go check out their Google reviews. They place uh, display them prominently at the top of their website, Irvine's.com, E-R-Vines.com. Okay, one more before we continue. I am going to be appearing at King's Room Barbershop coming up on Friday, October 20th. Starting at 2.30. The new location in Wyoming, 821 36th Street Southwest, next to the costume room. Okay, so the grand opening is happening on Friday and Saturday. If you're thinking about you'll be needing a haircut or whatever, uh, a week from Friday, join me at King's Room Barbershop and get your haircut. Even if you're not getting your haircut, show up to spin the famous King's Room Barbershop Wheel of Prizes. Now, it's been a few years since they've gotten the Wheel of Prizes out. This is a historic thing in Grand Rapids. As long as they've been in business at King's Room Barbershop, they've had this very famous, you can look it up online, the King's Room Barbershop Wheel of Prizes. It's it's the amount of people, a lot of famous people have spun the wheel and there's pictures all across the, uh, uh, the wall of famous people spinning the Wheel of Prizes at King's Room Barbershop. There's a picture of Mel Gibson spinning it, uh, former President Ford spinning it just before he got a haircut. Um not to mention uh, athletes, uh, Bruce Jenner before, this is in the 70s, uh, before he became a, a female, uh, spun the wheel of prizes. All these famous people have spun the, uh, Angus Young has spun the wheel of prizes. It's famous. It's actually a thing. So it comes out once in a while. It's coming out for my appearance. The King's Room Barbershop Wheel of Prizes. Now you spin it, And then each spot has something you win, like a haircut or uh, some of the products that they sell there in the store. Maybe King's Room Barbershop t-shirts. And, and someone is going to win a big screen TV. So they are pulling out all the stops for this grand opening coming up Friday, October 20, Saturday, October 21. I will be there Friday, October 20, 2.30 to 4.30. Come see me, King's Room Barbershop, 821 36th Street, Wyoming. Put it in your phone right now. I want to see you. Whenever you need a haircut, go to one of the three King's Room locations, either Northland Drive, Caledonia, or the one I just talked about, 
mention easy when you get your hair cut. Dudes get their hair cut. Dudes and Lisa Krantz get their hair cuts at King's Room Barbershop. Now the new home of the Krantz. All dudes and Lisa get their hair cut at King's Room Barbershop. If you need more details, go to kingsroom.net. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Amy says, is Eric giving out free haircuts? You mean, am I cutting out a fucking hair? I mean, actually doing someone's hair? No, no, no. Damien, 1978, first time chat, says, I just sent a text to Joe to book an appointment. Thank you. Joe might be here with us right now. He usually is. There he is. So this is all coming together nicely. Thank you for reaching out to Joe to book that. Uh, Chris is probably not going to be able to make the uh, Thursday, Big Fraud Thursday, because I guess it's bowling night for Chris. People love the bull here. Everybody bulls. I like bowling, but then after the first game, we start the second game, and then I'm fucking, I can't do it anymore. The ADHD takes over. I got to go play the claw game. Uh, I go over to the bar and get like a, a toaster oven hamburger and maybe uh, some nachos or fries. You know? It's just, it's it's not a bowling thing. It's an Eric thing. It's it's a, it's my fault, not not bowling's fault. Bowling's great, but I, I can't do anything for too much time. All right. Uh, There's another local scumbag who is an educator at one of our schools. I think he just got fired for this. He's accused of having sex with one of the students. The community is known as Allegan. It's just south of here. Now that's kind of a fucked up place to live. You get a lot of shitheads that live in Allegan County. All right. Um, so I guess the word on the street is that the, uh, the guy who runs the aquatics direct the, uh, the aquatic center, you know, you got the pool. This is a guy who runs that for the school. I guess that's an educator. Well, he's being accused of sticking his dick in kids or a kid, a female. So that's horrible. Let's uh, see how this has unfolded so far. Schools now former aquatics director is facing charges. All right, after- hold on, hold on here. 
being accused of sexual misconduct with Make a sure. student. Okay, it looks this good. Demetrius Sanders I wanted to make sure. us live. The volume is a little low on it, so I apologize for that. That's not an Eric problem. That's a uh, Wood TV problem. The newsroom now with more details. Elegant Public Schools, now former aquatics director, is facing... Okay, this is the guy. Now, look at that. Look at that mug shot. I think he has a smirk. After being accused of sexual misconduct. Former aquatics director is facing charges after being accused of sexual... That's a, that's a look on his face like, ah, shit. I can't have sex with this kid anymore. ...misconduct with a student. News 8's Demetrius Sanders joining us live in the newsroom now with more details on this. Demetrius? Well, today a letter was sent to Allegan Public Schools families confirming that aquatics director Scott Simmons has been fired after an investigation into an inappropriate relationship with a student. Now, the court documents reveal that the investigation started last month after an Ostego police officer found... One look at that, at that face, guilty. ...on Simmons and a student alone inside of a car at a park. As authorities looked into the situation further, both Simmons and the teen admitted to having sexual encounters oh. with each other. According to Simmons, it happened around 20 times. Now, detective oh. says that Simmons also viewed explicit photos and videos of the student after receiving her Snapchat login information... And he sent at least one inappropriate photo of himself. And those. How do you. I, I, I guess. I, I mean, you know how, like, when football players die and they, they examine their brains for CTE? I always am interested in um, if there was some way to interview these, these adults that have sex with kids. Uh, how do they think that they're going to get away with it? How do they think that this is going to have a positive outcome? And, and how do you not have the ability when you're thinking, uh-oh, sparks just flew between me and a child. Uh, you don't have enough sense to pump the brakes and uh, not fan those flames. Because there, at every, every time this happens, there has to be a moment leading up to it where a spark flies. And if, how can you not pump the brakes how can you be so consumed by uh sex that this is the decision that you make and think that it's going to work out criminally those conversations date back to late august now simmons is now facing four different charges ranging from third degree sexual conduct with a victim who is a student to aggravated possession of child sexually abusive material in a letter sent to parents, Allegan Public School Superintendent James Antoine wrote, quote, We want to assure our community that this incident is not reflective of the dedicated and compassionate staff members who work diligently every day to provide a safe and supportive learning environment for our students. We are deeply saddened by this situation and remain committed to fostering an environment of trust, respect, and accountability. Now, also according to court documents, Simmons claimed that he was forced to do things out of his character and that this is part of a scheme to destroy him. What? Wait. The teen's parents says that they knew they committed to fostering an environment of trust, respect, and accountability. Simmons is the teacher, and he says... Now, also according to court documents, Simmons claimed that he was forced to do things out of his character. Simmons claims he was forced to do things out of his character. So you were forced to have sex 20 times with a child? And that this is part of a scheme to destroy him. The teen's parents says that they knew that Simmons was speaking to their child, but did not know that they were meeting outside of school. Simmons is expected back in court on November 1st, and anyone with information is encouraged to contact the Allegan County Sheriff's Office. Live in the newsroom, Demetrius Sanders, News 8. You know, um,
this moments like this, in addition to uh, school shootings, why wouldn't you explore homeschooling your kids? My God, if I if my kids, um, if I had the opportunity now, if I was starting a family now, that's something that I would try to make happen somehow. There's got to be a way to keep them safe. You can't keep them safe uh, from maniacs coming in and shooting up the place. Nobody really wants to do anything except uh, pick up the bodies these days. And every time you turn around, there's some sick son of a bitch who's putting his dick in a kid or even, you know, sometimes it's a woman having sex, uh, with a, with a student, with the, with, with a kid, with a boy. I mean, my God, uh, Dave says, and how do you think you'll get away with it in this day and age when everything is made public? Uh, Megan show mom writes, if my kids were neurotypical. I don't know what that means. I'd have them home. She says, I'm not the best one to teach them. You see, you know, we're only like 14 years apart. I think I'm not hundred percent sure on Megan's age, maybe more than that. But I, you see, we're worlds apart. Because she uses words like neurotypical. I, I, I couldn't, I'm not smart enough to know what that is. Uh, she says they have ADHD anxiety. That's what neurotypical means. Hey, so that means I'm neurotypical. I hadn't heard that. I didn't know that that was a thing. I just described myself as Fucked. Oh, she's saying if my kids were neurotypical. Okay. So you and I are not neurotypical. I think it would be awesome. You know, you do. You get them out of there. And then you set up cameras. And since you are um, not neurotypical, it would be fucking great. Holy shit. I would run a tight ship, man. I would run it like a prison. I would get their fucking ass up and they'd have to like lift weights, like pump iron and then run on the treadmill like uh, fucking Ivan Drago. They'd get all uh, and then uh, they would sit down and have a regimented prepared breakfast. Where we would discuss the day's lesson plan. And then, um, you know, the three of them would be sitting there because, you know, there's an age difference. Jim is, um, God, I forget how much older Jim is. I think he's seven years older than his sister. So you have Jim and then middle child, Jackie, and then Madison and I, all these different lesson plans. And I'm going around, um, with like, um, like a, like a ruler, you know, like the penguin and the blues brothers. And if these fuckers get out of line, you just uh, hit the shit out of them. Like with the edge of it, bam. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I do. And then they get recessed, but they have to stay like on the property. 
Um, yeah, it would be, it would be a pretty, pretty, that would be my job. And then, uh, they don't have to worry about any adults, uh, exposing them to old man penis. Cause I would not, I would not be interested in my children sexually. Um, that is something I, I, I don't want anything to do with. I definitely would say no to my children's genitals. I'm not interested in my children in that level. I just want to take care of them. Um, and then, you know, they, they also wouldn't be, uh, you know, murdered. Kyle writes, John Oliver on last week tonight did an episode about homeschool. Really funny. Lots of stupid. He wrote lot of stupid parents out. Uh, uh, can you write that in the English language? God, quit being so gay. Stevie says, I just got diagnosed with ADHD. I started meds. On Monday, this explains a lot. Yeah, I remember when that happened to me, man. I took that like three-hour test. It was horrible. I got so fucking bored with that thing. I was like, are you kidding me? I have to sit here for three hours and do this stupid fucking thing? And then he's looking at my results and he, he, he goes, all right, it's time to look at your results. He opened it. And then just closed it. And he goes, oh my God. Because you're, 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 you're so full of it. It's just, it's coursing through your body. I go, oh my God, what does that mean? He goes, nothing. Nothing. You're an old man. Uh, you, you've adapted. Everyone's used to you. Everyone's adapted to you. You've, I mean, if you, if you were suddenly not so high, strong and weird, your wife would leave you. So it's, it's fine. Don't even, who gives a shit? I go, well, then why do we even do this fucking test? Just to add another label to me. You asshole. Maureen says, I love when you tell uh, uh, Kyle Ryan, I almost said crying to quit being gay. It makes me laugh every time. Kyle writes, my gay brain is not working today. I did too much lifting weights this morning. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, you can't. You're sitting there getting jacked. Jesus. I still don't understand why your significant other is not down with EZ. How can he not be? I'm everything that's wonderful. Cole writes three hour test for ADHD seems about two hours and 55 minutes too long. You're not kidding me. You are not kidding me. I know there's only like 15 minutes left in this thing, but if I don't go pee, I'm going to die. All right. So I want you to hang there with me. I'll be right back. I think we could do a whole show on people who like the show, but have someone in their life who does not like the show. Kyle, though, says, no, um, my man, 
listens on Spotify and really likes the show. My apologies to whoever that soul is. I don't know because you're married, right? That's that's your. I mean, like uh, you were. You're. It's like a legal thing. Um, whoever that person is, I don't. I don't know the man's name. My apologies to Kyle's man. Little husband on husband action. Maureen says my significant other, her hubby, is not down with easy either. Maureen says, I think it's your potty mouth, Eric. So the discussion hasn't happened. I mean, if you're not sure, right? Or has he said, I don't like him because he swears too much, Maureen. You know, I don't like that type of poo-poo caca. Stevie asks, where are the dogs? Oh, they're here. They're to my right. You can't see them, but they're there. Uh, Kenny writes, my kids liked you in person, but they hate the show. Well, that's okay because, um, they didn't strike me as too fun to be around either. What's the boy's name? Garrett. This is my impression of Kenny's son. Hold on. Derek. No, hold on. Fucking this up. Hey, Derek. How you doing? Okay. Uh, what's going on in your life? Uh, nothing oh okay uh things going good at work okay oh okay um what are you into nothing oh, okay uh how's dad doing Fine. oh okay um you want anything to eat Okay, it was good seeing you. Oh my God. The fucking A, man. Kenny says he's a total introvert. I hate introverts. Shy people, um, to me, are worse than Hamas. I would rather have a picnic... Uh, with Hamas than shy people. Oh, fuck. He says he's not shy. There is a difference, dummy. Okay, well, maybe in the Kenny world, but um, person who is like that, those are the interactions. I'm out. No way. I am, I am not, I'm not doing that. I, I don't, I don't play that game. Okay. When I'm around introvert shy. Okay. The first thing I say is, Hey, how's it going? And then I get, (laughs) and then that's it. I will not, I will not attempt anything again. 
I will not, I will not, I, I'm not doing it. I, I then wait. I then I'm just quiet. And if they want to come around, they come around. Kenny said, you said you liked his deadpan personality sense of humor. Yeah, I don't know, Matt. I don't know what I say. Who knows what the fuck I said? No clue. All I know is it's so goddamn awkward when, uh, you know, hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Good to see you. And, uh, you have a seat, you know? And then the the other times, it's like dealing with introverts slash shy. Oh, God, come on. Fucking knock it off, would you? Can I trade you in? Chris says all kids are awkward. Yeah, but this guy's like 35. Kyle says, who knows what I said? Did you try this excuse at GRD? Um, let's see. Let's go back here. Brandis says, so you just basically said you hate my whole family. Uh, Blue St. Rob says shy and introvert are similar, but not the same. Aram says introverts use up energy when interacting. Extroverts gain energy from interaction. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Kyle says I'm an introvert with anxiety. And then he says the big thing. I've learned to mask it. Yes, of course. You have to assimilate to the population. Fake it till you make it. Teach yourself. You know? No, we can't teach you to like vagina, but we can teach you to communicate with the rest of the outside world. Enough of that shit. Now, Kenny's daughter just wants to beat the fuck out of me. Where the one guy is a... She's just going to strangle me. All right? She just wants to beat my ass. Uh, Kenny says his son is 24. Uh, whatever, 2435. That's close. Tyler says, on behalf of all introverts and shies, we can't help it. You see, I don't get that from you, though. I have normal conversations with you. You're not shy and introverted. If you are, it's just a weak degree of it. That I can handle. It's the, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared to talk to people. Fuck that. Fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. No way. Uh, Blue State Rob says, I'm a little, I'm a lot more extroverted than I used to be. Oh, you're fucking over extroverted. Are you kidding me? The worst thing with Rob is when we're doing the zoom and I have to hit the, uh, uh, microphone button so that he can talk because he's going to talk our ears off. Don't tell me you're introverted. You're not. You're an extrovert. 
Uh, Kenny says Rachel would kick your ass. Oh, I know. She's a fucking axe murderer. These are the, this is the makeup of Kenny's kids. Uh, super quiet, painfully quiet, axe murderer, and um, fucking Jimmy Neutron level of smart for the little one. Oh, my God. That kid is insanely smart and will just embarrass you. You say anything to that kid, you're going to feel like a cock within one minute because she's so smart. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Oh, now I'm learning there's more and more of you are super introverted. Let me just tell you something right now, you motherfuckers. If I see any of you in public and you give me the old, I'm scared of things. Oh, fuck you. I'm giving you your money back. Get the fuck out of here. Blue State Rob says, I remember Eric Zane on the Freeburn Howling Show talking about how he used to be scared of girls. Uh, then says, is impression of Kenny's son. He wrote, is, is impression of Kenny's son is actually impression of himself as a teenager. You know, it, it it's long. What you just wrote there is long-winded. I kind of made it out, but it's just fucked up. It's just fucked up. Yeah, I was never, ever an introvert, though. Uh, I think introverts are lower than pedophiles, frankly. If I had to be surrounded by pedophiles or introverts, I'm going team pedophile. I would rather be around people that have sex with kids than introverts. Uh, if any of you take this seriously, then I'm going to have to kick your ass. I want you to know that. I don't want you. I, I hate that I would have. I feel that I have to repeat that I'm just fucking busting your balls. If any of you get offended by any of this, uh, you're a dick. I will need nominations for the asshole of the day. I have a feeling who a lot of you are going to vote for, or at least nominate. Nominate and vote for. Do that in the chat. Thank you to Jacob Bennett. His flooring company is known as Excellent Installation. He went by a different name in the past. Now it's excellent installation. The way you do this is you buy your flooring ahead of time from a distributor, a dealer, whatever. I'd love to tell you about who, but I can't get an answer back. Excellent installation, 616-318-0167. That's 616-318-0167. Professionally installed, the first time, 
for the lowest price possible, 616-318-0167. If you are in West Michigan, have excellent installation. Install your flooring. It's time to get a mortgage. This sponsor, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, can be utilized no matter what part of the country that you are in. You can support the uh, sponsors by, um, or you can support the show by supporting the sponsors. Uh, let Mario have a uh, chance at getting your mortgage for you. At least call him up and pick his brain, see what he can do for you. 231-332-6505, number one across the United States. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. He never takes a day off like Kyle Ryan does. Kyle does mortgages too, but he stinks at it. He does because he takes time off. Mario doesn't take time off. Mario gets up at 2 every morning, runs about 15 miles, pumps iron, goes to church, works at the soup kitchen, and that's all before 7 a.m. And then... He gets you a fantastic mortgage. 231-332-6505. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Their slogan is, Mario's a lot better than Kyle. And definitely not introverted. How would you feel, introverts, if you went into somebody in the wild who does mortgages and uh, you said, hey, uh, I'd really like to get a mortgage. And they went, talking to me you'd be the fuck out of there that's how i feel whenever i meet up with an introvert you dicks 231-332-6505 for the mario flores lakeshore team a Van Dyke mortgage. Kenny says, I have to say so that I have to say though, that the impression of my son was spot on. Well, yeah, of course. <clears throat> Donut Dan says, do introverts work in sales and customer service? No, they, they don't work. They don't have jobs. They just milk the system. Um, all right. Finally, also not an introvert, Frank Foss, my policy shop insurance. Um, if your employer does not offer insurance, you're in between jobs or you're self-employed. My God, you got to get insured. You see that story about Mary Lou Retton? She doesn't have insurance. Yeah, Mary Lou Retton has a, uh, I guess, a rare form of pneumonia. She's like 55 years old, and she's very, very sick, and she may not survive. And her daughter, um, <clears throat> yeah, while Mary Lou is, uh, she's not even able to breathe on her own right now. She's on in the ICU with uh, the old tube down the, the throat so she can breathe. Uh, she may not, she may not survive. And they had to do a GoFundMe to cover her health insurance costs. Like, how the fuck are you not insured? This is a, a, a very, very famous person. Mary Lou Retton is, uh, 
the first American ever to win a, any type of medal in gymnastics, gold medal, I should say, and then went on to win a ton of medals in those 84 Olympics. And then a long, long career as an ambassador uh, for, for gymnastics. She's on Dancing with the Stars. She's somebody. How the fuck does she not have insurance? Anyway, don't be like Mary Lou. Uh, get your insurance from Frank Fuss or through Frank Fuss. He is a licensed independent insurance agent slash broker. He can help you out with everything you need to know uh, with Obamacare or uh, the marketplace, healthcare.gov, known by three different things. And um, you know, because that's tricky business. So he'll help you navigate it. It doesn't cost you anything. His services are free. He gets paid by the insurance companies. Uh, reach out to Frank. Set up an appointment by going to buyinsurancehere.com. That's B-U-I insurancehere.com. If you have insurance through your employer, you keep that. This year, for the first time ever, you can get insurance for the rest of the family through healthcare.gov, which means you could very likely get a tax subsidy on the premium, which means you'll save hundreds of dollars a month because when you pay for your workplace insurance for your family, it's expensive. Some people opt not to do it. You can't do that. Um, yesterday's asshole of the day, for some reason, I wrote down the audience. I don't know why I even did that. I don't remember these things. It's brought to you by TC Paintball. Assholes of the day, or asshole of the day uh, nominations. For some reason, Kenny wrote out Pokemon. Oh! Because they were trying to trick me into how to say that. Uh, Donut Dan says Hamas. Any, uh, any other nominations? I'm surprised none of you nominated your old pal EZ. So if 10 of you had nominated EZ, I would then vote and mine would count for 11 for introverts. Hideous people. Horrible. TC paintball asshole of the day. All introverts. Fuck that shit. All right. That is my time. You guys are the best as always. And I will talk to you on the Patreon bonus podcast. Till then, have a good one and bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.